0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith." The Lord replied, "If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to the small tree, "Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, "Who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field?" Come here immediately and take your place at table. Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat? Put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. Faith is a very important thing in the scriptures. At various points, we hear people praised for their faith as being the means of their salvation, as the means of their healing, as the means of hearing the word of God, of finding trust in Christ. But a lot of times, whenever we say the word faith, what we think or what we understand as faith and what the world understands as faith are two very different things. When the world hears faith, they think often of just mere superstition, that they see us as Christians, if we say the right number of prayers, the right number of times, if we pray the right verse in the right situation, if we, if we do things just perfectly, God will reward us and God will bless us, our nice Christian superstitions. They see it sometimes as a, basically a, a complete submission of self to, the, to God and the church in a mindless manner. That we put aside all reasoning, all rationality, all thought. And whatever God says, we follow whatever. Whatever the church says, we follow whatever. Whatever the priest says, we follow whatever. If Father Brent gets up there and says, the sky is green, by faith, the sky is green. That's what they hear at least. They see also that sometimes prayer or faith is simply the easy way out. They see it as basically taking the easy way so that they don't have to, so that we don't have to, deal with the hard things, those great mysteries, the sufferings and pains of people throughout the world unjustly so often. And they see faith as just the way of us kind of washing our hands saying, you know, just we trust, you know, just, you know, God's God, and and we kind of chalk it off as, as, as nothing big. And they see that as faith. But none of those things are really faith. They're false ideas of faith. Faith really is what St. Paul describes to St. Timothy in his letter today. That profound trust, a rich trust, a confidence in the Lord that he is with us. That's faith. It's knowing that when we pray, yeah, we pray. We pray different prayers. We pray, you know, numbers of prayers, novenas and rosaries and chaplets, and so forth. But it's not as if it's a magic superstitious thing. It's a place where it draws us into an encounter and it conforms us in a more trustful, confident relationship with God. It confides in us that sometimes, yes, our faith does go beyond reasoning. But it's not because reasoning has been set aside, but because we know that God is able to work Miracles. And he's able to do things that in this world don't make sense. It's being able to follow in a manner that sometimes can look like the easy way out, but is really the difficult way of staying with people in their suffering, not simply trying to walk away. This is faith. And it's that faith that the Lord invites us to reflect upon, especially in the scripture this weekend. The disciples come and they look. They're looking at Jesus and they've been walking with the Lord for a while and they and they and they, they recognize they need more faith. <laughs> they're looking at all these people and the Lord says, "You know, your your faith has saved you. Your faith has saved you. Your faith has healed you." And they're going, "I need some more faith because clearly I'm struggling a bit. <laughs> I need faith." And so they look to the Lord and they go and they say, "Increase our faith. Go ahead, Lord. Here I am. Make it happen, big guy. Work your magic." increase my faith and the Lord responds in an interesting manner as he always does he doesn't say wish granted, you got faith good luck, have a good day he says if you had faith the size of a mustard seed you'd be able to say to the mulberry tree get up and be planting the seed it would mustard seed it's interesting that Jesus a lot of times in his other parables he uses things in an extraordinary manner it would be easier for, the, for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle, an extraordinarily size, large-sized thing. But for us, when it comes to our faith, he uses the smallest of things, a mulberry seed, a, a, a mustard seed. He knows that we struggle with faith. He knows that in, a, in, the, in the depths of our heart, it's hard to have faith. It may seem like the easy way out, but it's incredibly difficult to truly have faith, to have that rich trust in our God, to have that confidence that whenever things get really difficult, that God is still with us, when everything around us seems to say otherwise. That kind of faith is difficult. And so the Lord says, even if you have the smallest of bits, that's enough. That's a starting point. I can work with that we have even the smallest amount of faith it's something that can grow it's interesting too that he uses the analogy of the mustard seed so many of his of his parables involve plants because the plant is a beautiful analogy of the soul there are seeds there's growth there's there's sometimes a lack of growth there's there's the death of the plant there's pruning there's seasons there's fruits much the same with the soul And the Lord God comes and he plants the seed of faith within each of us, that little bitty seed of faith in the gift of our baptism, and he invites us to allow it to be nourished. But the only way that faith is nourished is for it to be used. We can't just open our arms in in the front of the chapel or in the church and say, Lord, increase my faith and expect it to just instantaneously happen. It doesn't work. I've tried. (laughs) It takes us to go forth and to be people of faith, to, in the little things, trust in the Lord, that willingness to walk day after day after day, trusting over and over and over again, having confidence that the Lord is with us. As we heard in the gospel a couple of weeks ago, whenever we are able to make something out of, out of a little bit of wealth, we're entrusted with more. If we're faithful with a little wealth, God will give us great wealth. And if we faithful, if we put to use the little bit of faith that we do have, God will increase it and make it a great faith. A faith that has transforming powers. A faith that whenever the big things come, if we walk, with the, if we walk in the little ways of faith, trust in the little things, that whenever the hard stuff comes, it seems second nature for us. It's normal for us to trust, despite all things otherwise, telling us God's not with us. When we have faith, things change. It's that confidence in the Lord that He calls us to trust, to confide. It's interesting that we have the the two stories kind of set side by side with each other in the gospel. The Lord Lord always moves and kind of throws curveballs at us to keep us on our toes and to help us grow in our understanding of things. And so the disciples are hoping to get a, a little boost of faith. And in response, they get, if you had faith, you could say to the tree, get up and go to the sea, and it would. So there's that, that challenge to recognize the faith that they have. But then secondly, he gives that odd parable, the odd story of the, the unprofitable stewards, unprofitable servants. It says, who among you would, would go out and have your servant who's been working in the field today, when he comes home, say, all right, you sit down, I'm going to serve you dinner. Who among you would do that? Nobody, because that's not your job. In fact, it's his job. It's, it's fitting, it's right, it's, it's the normal thing to do. That when he comes in from, uh, from the day in the, in the fields, that you would sit down and you would say, okay, now you can finish the second half of your job. You can, you can, you can serve me a table, and then after that, you can have your meal. That's normal. It's a story about justice in a certain sense. What do we deserve? A lot of times whenever we approach faith, there seems as if simply having faith in God, simply having that rich trust in the Lord, that sometimes we feel like it should be a, a, a special gift that we get uh, in response. That if I have faith, if I, if I trust in the Lord, if I follow in His ways, and I am someone, a person of faith, that I should be rewarded. That sh- God should give me special blessings for it. That after laboring in the vineyard and and trusting in him, that I should go home at the end of the day and God should come serve me. That's kind of what the disciples are looking for. They're looking to have themselves cared for. As Peter elsewhere would say, Lord, we've given up all these things. What do I get in return? And so too the same with the things of faith. But that's not exactly how it works, Christ reminds us. He says very gently in the story, connecting the two side by side, that we ought to have faith, that he can work with faith. But that also, if we do have the faith, good, we're supposed to. We're supposed to have that confidence in the Lord. Have we labored in the, in the vineyard all day long, laboring and, and, and trying to give ourselves and increase that faith by, by trusting in God through the, through the big and the small? Good, we're supposed to. It's not supposed to be a special privilege for only a few. This is something that all of us are called to. And it's something that God rightly deserves, our trust. He deserves to be completely trusted because he's a loving father. He's a father who wants the best for us. He's a father who comes to us and is willing to give us everything. And more than we dare to ask, as the opening prayer alluded to. We can't even dare to ask for the great gifts that God is willing to bestow upon us every day. That's the love of the Father. And that's why it's right, it's just, that we should trust in Him. Faith is not a special gift. It's the normal course of the Christian life. And so we ask the Lord to be with us today and by the grace of this Mass, that He would come and He would strengthen us. And so we pray that prayer of the apostles here and today. For ourselves, Lord, increase our faith.